and welcome to this glorious mess, Big Kids. It's Mama Mia's podcast for parents who bought a pet for their kids during COVID because they'd promised they'd take care of them. But now the parents have to clean up poop all day, every day. Oh, that sounds like me. Is that, uh, how is the dog um, going, Holly Wainwright? Dog. Mother of three now. <laughs> Mother, Mother of three. three. Yes, exactly. I'm Holly Wainwright. I have two kids who are seven and ten and a dog who's Five months, LV dog. Look, I am one of those people who got the dog during the COVID crisis. Now, I've been getting all these messages from pet rescue places saying they are selling out, selling out. There are oh. no dogs left because everybody adopted a dog during uh, isolation. And I am just a cliche and a stereotype. Uh, dog is great, but dogs are a lot of work. Yeah. Which everybody tells you she's adorable, but she's naughty. Yeah. She pulls on the lead all the time. She grabs other dogs' collars and I'm trying to teach her not to do that. And I was busy trying to train her in the dog park yesterday with a handful of treats and a big dog came, grabbed them out of my hand and bit my finger. Grabbed the treats out of your hand. Grabbed the treats out of my hand, ran off, ate them in the corner and I'm sitting there and with a bleeding your... little finger. I was like, this did not happen before. How Now, for, for, did you say five months She's old? five months. So what's nearly. that in human years? I don't know. Seven? Seven, Seven years, years old? Yeah, maybe. Is yeah. she? Yeah, I guess. So... That's what you're dealing with. <laughs> oh, no, two seven-year-olds. Yeah, oh, great. <laughs> oh, Mr. Daddo, you are? Oh, yeah, I'm Andrew Daddo and I've got three kids who are all older who, well, we'll talk about it because we've just had Mother's Day last Sunday, successfully navigated. Oh, Yeah, so it was good. Funny, funny day. Jesus. <laughs> Don't forget that you can also listen to this glorious mess, Little Kids with Tegan Natoli and Lee Campbell. It drops every Monday and that's for parents of kids who are under five. But as I always say, and I will continue to say, because I'm a rebel and a rule breaker, you listen to whichever bloody show yeah. you want. Yeah, you it's might want to go. Yeah, you might want to go back to the really young days. Anyway, <laughs> I saw a guy, and he had the three. It was Mother's Day, so he was. So you know, there's two ways to do Mother's Day. There's the where the whole family spends the time together, and you know, and celebrate mum. And then there's the other way of uh, mum goes, take the kids, right? Take them. And do something, and the, there was the dad with three kids, one on his back, two on the thing, and he's on the phone, just walking along, happy as you know, the kids are following. Kids are following. Sweet, yeah, it was awesome. I bet if the mum was watching from a telescope somewhere, she'd go, no, seriously, get off the phone. <laughs> Talk to them. Talk to them. On today's episode, we're talking about parenting kids in isolation when your family isn't normal, whatever that means. And, of course, it's this glorious mess, so you're going to be hearing mine and Andrew's nailed and failed. But first, since we're on Mother's Day, quick debrief, how did it go in your house? Uh, ours went it went well. Like, I know, I'm curious to know about the ring because we did talk about the ring and you... So Brent had led me to believe that he had made a lot of effort this year, which he did. Yeah. That he'd ordered me something from overseas, which he had. There was a moment where I allowed myself, as I shared on last week's show, to think that it might be this ring that I really want. And you practised your that face. Is from overseas. Yeah. So I was like, oh, my God, maybe it really is. Even though I'm like, that wouldn't be very sensible at this moment of recession. But anyway, uh, it wasn't. It wasn't the ring, Andrew. It was. <laughs> Just looking at your fingers going. <laughs> Um, instead, my, and I'm not complaining, I'm a very lucky woman. Let's just get it all out there, all the disclaimers. Mm. Brent had ordered and <laughs> prearranged a portrait of the family as Simpsons characters. Oh, it's awesome. And it's almost awesome. He had to send them all, he had to send them pictures of us. Mm. 
and to get it recreated and they made it and then they sent it back. So big, like, organisation. Yeah. Like, that's Who massive. does the drawing? So the cartoonists? Well, allegedly, yes. Yeah. They probably have an app, don't they? Well, <laughs> but still, yeah, right. whatever. Um, and it came back and it's lovely and very thoughtful of him. But I swear to God, <laughs> I don't look like that. I don't look like that. Yeah, the mouth was funny, it, wasn't it? I'm put it on the. It's on my Instagram. We'll put it somewhere else too. But I've got brown hair and glasses and no chin. And look, I know I'm not bloody Megan Gale, guys, but <laughs> I was like, so I tried really hard to look happy. I did look happy because right. what a lovely thing for him to the, do. You practiced the, the face. Dog was even in the picture. Very cute. Yeah. And the kids looked exactly like the kids, and Brent looked really handsome, like yeah. Robert Redford. He did. <laughs> he he looked like, about 25. Why did I get that? Anyway, it was lovely of him. Of course, it has to be on the wall. <laughs> like, uh, my, as my girlfriend said, because I had a small whinge to her, I was like, it's amazing. And she goes, do you even like The Simpsons? I'm like, no, not really. She's like, have <laughs> you Brent ever? Like the Simpsons? Oh, he loves The Simpsons. Right. She's like, have you ever considered, like, what you fa- your family might look like as The Simpsons? I'm like, no, not really. <laughs> Anyway, it is lovely and one day when we have a big house with a pool room, it'll go in the pool room. And my friend, my girlfriend just said to me, just order yourself the bloody ring woman. What are you doing? Yeah. And she's right. Yes. Right? Maybe not right now but assuming the world hasn't fallen apart in a couple of months, just order the bloody ring. Yeah. Yes. How did Mother's Day go uh, in your house? You know, we talked about the KitchenAid thingo and to get the KitchenAid. You wanted the cheap version. Not only – I did one better than that. I uh, Googled repairs – and then pulled it apart and then with a soldering iron fixed the one that we have. Oh. What an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so your present to Jackie for no, Mother's no. Day. No, my present was better. My present was so So pe- you fixed the KitchenAid. I fixed it. I've ordered the proper part so it will work 100%. percent probably day. works 90%. Mm-hmm. It's, it's on its way now so we're excited about that. I just decided to let the children take care of the whole thing because it's – their mum and their adults, right? So the youngest is 16. The oldest is 21. So Jackie wanted a picnic, so she had a picnic at lunchtime and then Bibby made a, uh, what do you call it, a restaurant. It was, the, it was the Dado Cartel. So it was a sample, food samples. That's was, so nice. It was fantastic. And then they got her some, because she rides her bike to work, so she they got her gloves to so she can ride her bike and stuff. And then I got her, because I know you asked, uh, <laughs> What did you get her? I got. I thought you got her nothing. I thought you so got this her is a soldering sound, iron. Right. So this, <laughs> this is going to sound really bad. I got reflector tape. Oh my god! <laughs> I know, but it's for the for her bike as a safety measure. Yes. So she so, showing your love. But it was actually really good. It was a great day. It was a great day. <laughs> Tell me because you sent me this list. You, you think that every house in the whole world at the moment is having the same conversation and using the so same words? Oh, word of the year. Word of the year. Well, obviously, word of the year is going to be Corona or COVID, right? No, I don't know if it is. Although, do you, do you think? Imagine if this is all over by July, which it won't be. But if it is all around the world, well, does, everyone you know seems how to think like it's going to be. But over you know in how July. we have really short memories. Do you think we'll be at the end of the year and be like, "What's the word of the year? Yeah, yeah. What's the word of the year? Yeah. I, th- <laughs> I, I want to bet for new normal. Because everyone's going, yeah, well, when we're dealing with the new normal and uh, the new normal that. says that what we're going to be doing is doing it differently, it'll be the new normal. I'm just like, oh, shut up. I'm so tired. I'm, I'm almost tired of it already. The corona, COVID, you know, I well, think. we've got short attention spans these days. Zoom. Yep, Zoom, definitely. Zoom will be massive and then we'll, none of us will ever want to see it again when this is over. Turn your volume up. Yeah. <laughs> 
You're on mute. You're... Betty, you're on mute. Yeah. Uh, ISO. Yeah, I, ISO challenge. Yeah. ISO, I... Have you done an ISO challenge? No. I'm not that organised, Andrew. You know me. I'm just like, my challenge is getting through the day. Can I give a <laughs> shout out to my own Instagram? Hey, shout oh, out to my Instagram. Here it is. Self-promo. What did you do? I put on my ISO challenge. And what is your ISO challenge? It's sandworming. Oh, yeah, that's right. You talked about this last week. I was yeah. hoping we could forget about this. No, no. Sandworm. I made a video. Oh, my God. I'll show you after. I think you're going <laughs> to like it. And then I put a little joke in there, right? So I've actually caught one on film. <laughs> put Jackie filmed it for me. She's like my biggest um, worming fan. She's an Insta wife, yeah, because it's like they call it. <laughs> yeah, Usually right. it's Insta husbands who have to be the ones standing yeah. there for taking the pictures no, of their her, influences. It was her idea. And then so I've done this hilarious joke, so you've got it. And I said, good olive oil, garlic, and um, oh. and pan front lightly fried or something. Anyway, someone goes, "Do you eat them?" I'm like, "No, no, they're bait." But anyway, that's so funny. Like, imagine someone gets goes to the bait shop and goes, oh, oh. "Half a kilo of uh, recession <laughs> food." Yes. You 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 you. So, Andrew, this week's parenting mess is a personal one of mine because you know you and I. We've been doing this show talking about parenting now for quite a lot of years. We have. The people who've been with us. Five years. I know. Can you believe it? No. It's, it's crazy. It's good. It was on my Facebook the other day. One of those memories popped up and it was our first promo and we both looked really young. Yeah. Did you have a chin? Which is really... Like you. <laughs> is that when you had a chin? Sorry. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, not according to Brent. Back to your family. So we've been talking on this show for a long time. Um, but the, I haven't actually ever openly spoken about what we're about to speak about because so this week I wrote a newsletter. So I write a parenting newsletter. It goes out every Friday. You can subscribe on Mamma Mia, everybody. Um, and I got quite a big response to it. So we published it on Mamma Mia this week. And it's a very personal one because it's about the challenges of isolation when you have a kid with additional needs. Now, additional needs is what we say these days. Andrew, I know you're not up with the lingo. Right, I know you. I know you're not up with the modern lingo. Yeah. Additional needs means can mean a whole gamut of things, right? But it's what we say these days because special needs. Sound, a lot of yeah. people in the community don't like it. It sounds a bit patronising and special, you know. And anyway, my son Billy has additional needs. Now, I wanted to write this story because <laughs> there's a little bit of me all through isolation that has been going. <laughs> Rude word, you to all the people who yeah. are like. Love my homeschool life, baking sourdough and all that stuff. Now, that's not fair because those people are just getting on with it and doing their best and it's hard for everybody, right? But And the people who keep saying, I'm really going to miss this time, this yeah. special family time. Mm. And sometimes I think yeah, I know. <laughs> if you had a Perea's window. pointing at me. <laughs> I'm like, if you had a window into what my house is like most days, <laughs> you would be like... <laughs> Let those people free. Let them out. <laughs> Let them out. So I'm so, just for the record, just so you know, I'm just, if, if I could physically be shrinking to the, <laughs> because it's really, yeah, your experience is, well, your kids are younger. Well, but yeah, so for a start, my kids are younger and need much more. Need more attention hands anyway. Hands-on supervision than yours. But then with additional needs. Yeah, and so, and the thing is, is that, there it's a factor of, of yeah, three. But there are lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of families like this, right? And families with kids who have different kinds of issues and many of them are more severe, less severe, whatever. There's Everybody's got their own story. But <laughs> I wrote about in this story about my little boy, Billy. Now, it's always it's always a delicate dance about 
talking, speaking truth that will make other parents feel seen and better and also protecting the privacy of your kids, which is why I don't talk about this very often, right? This is Billy's story and Billy's journey and all those cliches. (laughs) But then there's another bit of me that thinks... Because we never speak about this stuff, you know, you and I never do and, 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 you know, and lots of mainstream media never does, is it just makes people who are struggling feel more and more alone. And there's this amazing podcast around that you might have heard about called Two Peas in a Podcast, which is these two mums who have kids with quite significant additional needs and it has been massively successful for that reason. They're letting this whole community of people feel heard who normally don't get heard. They just have to watch everybody else post about their swimming medals and their, you know, like attendance awards and, you know, look at me, my, my daughter's painting my nails and all that kind of stuff and go like, why doesn't my house look like that? Yeah. So that was like my driver for why I finally wrote a thing about it. But then I got a lot of messages, which is absolutely lovely, from lots of people who listen to this show who were saying, oh, I always wondered if there was something going on there. Yeah. <laughs> how, just, just before we get to that, how difficult was it to actually write it? So, I mean, like I suppose over the last six months you've sort of, you know, you've given an odd hint here and an odd hint there, but you've never sort of said, all right, so this is what we're facing. Well, not – and, and yeah. you know, I mean you might have sent something to me very briefly. Yeah, we've. I told you yeah. about it. <clears throat> Um, so to actually sit down and write the words, because it's because that's actually when it it, it is diff- well I'd, maybe it's not difficult maybe it was easy and cathartic and it just sort of bleh. no it's difficult it's definitely difficult because the thing is is you don't want to um, I think you know as I learn more about this you realise how different everybody's path is again cliches but we got a diagnosis for Billy a year ago and things had always been you know difficult and different with Bill but we got a diagnosis a year ago and it's definitely it's taken me that long for sure to feel that I could talk publicly about it because I think it's a long it's really funny I was telling you about that podcast two peas that I listened to and I listen to it always but I never it's and this is a terrible thing to admit but I bet there are parents listening who get it is I'm like I'm not that's not me. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And then you begin to realise that is me. Mm. And being and the thing that's been really interesting about this experience, and I'm sure there are lots of people who feel the same, is that we're being home all day, every day, with all of the outside supports that most families need anyway, whatever the story is with their kids, sort of taken away from you. Like there's no pretending anymore. Like mm. this is hard. Like... Parenting is hard anyway. Trying to homeschool is hard. Trying to keep your job while you're homeschooling is hard. Doing it with a kid who needs to be supervised all the time, whose emotions are up and down, who's, you know, whose outbursts can be big, whose energy is all over the place, trying to work out the best thing, worrying all the time. Are we make, Are we doing damage? Are we... I think, yeah, like it's hard. When, and when, sometimes and we should just be able to say that. So that's why I wanted to write the thing that I wrote. But then I'm now I'm all racked with, oh, God, what if I'm like, is, ter- is it terrible? I don't know. And also there's no shame. Like there's, no. nothing, wrong, there's nothing wrong with Billy. Like but, but Billy's that's... incredible, right? I don't want it to sound like he's not. He's just not neurotypical, right? He's just he sees the world in a different way. Yeah. So. And it's amazing living with somebody like that because it opens your eyes to so many things, but it can also be just bloody hard work, especially not, right now. Yeah, and it's not what you expected either. No. It's so, not like, you, you know, your expectation is, well, you know, before social media, it was just, you know, seeing the other kids playing. But now, as you say, it's some painting the nails. And sometimes I worry yeah. that I talk about Matilda more because it's a simpler story, yeah. right? Like, the stories I can tell about Matilda are more. 
It's a more norm, straightforward, norm, more normal yeah, story. normal in inverted mm. commas. But that doesn't mean that it's just you know. So it's a bit complicated. But I thought we should talk about it too because there'll be so many this glorious mess listeners who feel the same way, and we would love to hear from them because we love to hear their stories. Yeah. Well, I want I want to go on the record and say I feel terrible. You should never feel terrible <laughs> because you know before and but you know before. <laughs> Well, you know, like he'd go, you know, he doesn't eat vegetables. Like he's never eaten a vegetable in his life, <laughs> right? And I'm pretty sure I've said this on a dozen occasions. You know, look, parenting, it's not a bloody democracy, right? By the same thing, you know, when my twin brother had his accident and ended up with a head injury. And so I've sort of seen that, but I haven't seen it from a parent's point of view. Mm. I've just seen it from a sibling point of view. And that's like, and and we're lucky as siblings because we all just took off. We're in New South Wales. He's in Victoria. And I know the guilt I sort of deal with that anyway. Mm. So then I think about what you go through and then think far out. I don't think I'm – Thank you. But you know what? It's just that thing of – it's always a reminder that like parenting like everything, it's not one size fits all, right? Mm. We all have our own messes to deal with, right? Yeah. And it's all normal in inverted commas. Even the abnormal stuff is normal. But sometimes it's good to kind of go, you know, it's not – it's not one size fits all. It's a bit different for everyone. But so you don't like you know if you don't understand how it works. I remember coaching the footy team and I said get into pairs and he said we can't. It's an odd number. And I went just wait then and there'll be someone and you can and the kids looking at me, his eyeballs spinning in his head and I don't understand because I just don't understand. Yeah, of course. <laughs> well, anyway, I think it, look you're terrific and great courage to talk about it and um, and so if you. Do you want to share your experiences? Yes. If you want to tell us, um, you know, how you're surviving all this with your family being as messy and different as, as we all are, you can talk to us anytime. Mm. You can call us on the pod phone on 028999386 or you can jump on the Mamma Mia Parents Facebook page or you can email us at tgm at mamamia.com.au. Yeah, and for everyone who is having a perfect COVID experience. Well, good for you. Good for you, but it's <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> Nailed it. You failed it. So I want to know, what did you do this um, week? Okay, so so at the end of the cartel, the Dado cartel dinner, which was terrific, this um, had a it was a bit of a nail. Someone that would this you know they were cleaning up and there was music playing and something, and then someone put on Vanilla Ice, you know, and and then I went, I've interviewed him, and got full. Street cred, like the, the, they stopped the song, and so I said what it was like to Tell us about you know. So he's walked Dad. in with his forty-five degree, you know, baseball cap, yo, <laughs> oh, and then God. they put the song on, and then Jasper, who's the sixteen-year-old, knew every single word. No. Anyway, it's hilarious. I believe you. Yeah, you and need to his, make a list because yeah. you would have interviewed lots of people. You need to, but you've just forgotten. So you need to make a list <laughs> so that you can pull those out whenever you need to score a yeah. bit of extra cred with the kids. Yeah. Well, you were worried that it wasn't going to go very well. Did, did it? Was did it exceed your expectations? Yeah, Mother's Day was far. Was the was literally the best Mother's Day. Oh. Like it started with all the kids on the bed for some reason. Oh. I have no idea why. And the dog. Even Felix, he wasn't hung over somewhere. No, but no, <laughs> no. I love it. And then a picnic, and then you know, so it was good. And and then the downside, obviously, was that we couldn't get to mum and dad because they're in yeah. the police state of Victoria. <laughs> And uh, still, you know, and then, okay, how about you? How'd you go? Look, this is tragic. It says more about Brett and I. Um, yeah, know, Brett fails. One, one of the things, 
It's funny because I was in the piece I wrote about Bill, I was saying how routine is really important to him as it is to lots of kids. And <laughs> but I think it's just as important to us too because one of the things that Brent and I have really missed during ISO is not being able to go to the bolo. You know, we talk, I talk yeah, about I, the bolo all the time, right? Yeah, but I love the bolo. I know. So, and I love your nature, your nurturing of the bolo. We always go to the bolo. We go there on Sunday afternoons usually, sometimes Friday nights. It depends. <laughs> and the reason we like our local bolo is because we can sit and have a drink with some friends and the kids can run about and never, nobody cares, right? So it's good because one of the greens on the bolo is completely disused. They just charge about. It's fun, right? Anyway, obviously we can't go to the bolo. Everything's shut. Sunday afternoon, we were so tragic that we actually just went down to the bolo. <laughs> <laughs> Sat on the outside tables because it's just open, yeah. right? Ordered some fish and chips, snuck in a sneaky wine in the thermos and just sat there and pretended we were at the bolo anyway. I think that's – are you saying that's a fail? <laughs> I don't know. It's like the greatest – that is a huge – that's like one of the best things I've heard of ISO. <laughs> we, you're one of those stupid ISO families going, yeah, <laughs> We were like, you're one of the winners. We didn't, we didn't break the, any rules. We were so – like one one friend joined us and her girls so that we didn't exceed the capacity. We sat quite far apart. I but we were just there and we thought, maybe they'll come and tell us to go away. <sighs> Nobody came and told us to go away. You've won it. Yes. Big winner. Because, you know, it's not, the, the, it's not the fancy restaurants and the hip bars that we miss. It's the bolo. Yeah. No, <laughs> what you miss is the normal friendly family time. Yeah. Like that's, you know, that's the thing. friends. Anyway, that is all we have time for on this week's This Glorious Mess. You can share your nails and fails with us anytime. We would love it if you called us. We would love to play some of your messages on the show. 02899 Or you can email us at tgm at mamamia.com.au. Just want to say the other nail is your article that you wrote oh, thank about you. the family. We'll put the link in Massive. the um, show You're really notes. good. Thank really, you. really good. Um, don't forget to jump in the parents' Facebook group. We love hearing from you in there. And this glorious mess, Big Kids, is brought to you by Mamma Mia. And this episode is produced by Priya Tahirzadeh. See ya. Bye.